Don't eat Tide Pods. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vacate Wrestling Podcast. I am your very rare host, Owen Emerald. With me, as always, is Timothy Smith. And one! It's, it wasn't an one. God bless. 2K's on bullshit. <laughs> and, of course, you got the mouth from the north, Tyler Norton. Yo, 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 what's up? We are alive! I'm not. Oh. Well, that's awkward. I'm actually, I'm so, I'm actually, I'm actually not asleep at like eight o'clock right now. So this is really surprising. I know. I gotta get up at like Owen hours in the morning tomorrow. Oh, I, I still gotta get up at Owen hours tomorrow morning. But I'm trooping it. At Owen o'clock. I had a Red Bull and I'm good to go. Down. So guys, I think this might be the episode with the oh. least qualified hosts because I really have not been keeping up with the world of wrestling tim has not been keeping up with the world of wrestling oh and i'm not too sure how you're keeping up with it but i know you're you have a lot of gripes to say don't uh, get me started man but look we, it's oh. it's playoff season i'm not fucking yeah, pushed I, it it's playoff season the Sixers, yeah, like, the Sixers were doing all right until they met boston beat down so. baby Bullshit. You know what's even? We would have gotten swept too if Kyrie was there. That's what makes me. That's what's scary. Yeah. So. Oh well. Well. Uh, it's wow. the Raptors. So the Raptors didn't get swept. So the superstar shakeup happened, um, and since then, uh, the rosters have been all sorts of fucked up, and um, we had so was the, show. the first dual branded pay per view after WrestleMania backlash and it was a piece of hot garbage um it completely sucked uh the one good match on the show was seth rollins versus the miz for the intercontinental title the rest of it was absolute dog shit anyone have any so thoughts this this is where i wait want a minute to wait a minute I, I don't think i agreed with that what i gotta go i gotta go, I gotta go check my text messages of what i said about backlash because i don't remember it do you want me to refresh you on the card uh, sure. Ruby, def- nice. Ruby Riot defeated Bailey on the pre-show. Rollins defeated the Miz to retain yep. the IC title. Nia Jax defeats Alexa Bliss to retain the Raw Women's title. Jeff Hardy defeats Randy Orton to win the United to retain the United States title. Excuse me. Daniel Bryan defeats Big Cass by submission. Uh, Carmella defeats Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title to retain that. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura ends in a no contest because neither of them can get up in the notice qualification match for the WWE title. Garbage. Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a tag match. And Roman Reigns defeated Samoa Joe in the main event. Beat the traffic. All right, let's see. Here, I found my notes. I found my texts. Okay. So when Cass tapped, ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, true. (laughs) Ha ha. Me and Owen were completely right. I knew Cash Cash shouldn't have been put in that situation and he certainly shouldn't have tapped. No, but, I, you know, think, I think I it would have gone completely different. Uh because what, so here's the thing. Um we'll get to that actually. So I I'm get we'll get to my point. Anyway, continue. Uh no no, because my texts are gonna go in order of the show, so give me a Oh give so, me a rebuttal. Um I mean Nia Jackson Bliss was skippable. Orton and Rand, uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton skippable, but uh, with uh, the reason why Cass really lost in this fashion, I believe, is because uh, the segment on SmackDown where he beat up the midget, uh, sorry, little person, um, <laughs> where he beat them up, 
uh, he was told to only do a big boot to the to the little person, and when he did the big boot, uh, he actually before the segment he asked Vince, "Hey, can I?" He was like, "Hey, I want to do more to this little person." Hey, Vince, can I do more to this little person? He was like, "No." Everyone told him no, he couldn't. All he had to do was hit. All he had to do was hit the big boot. If he did more, well, uh, backlash was gonna happen. Uh, because he hit the big boot on the little person, and then he got down and started punching him. And you they think were mad. he still would have gotten in trouble if he just oh, wait, him off by his wait, hair? Wait, wasn't the little person okay with this? Yeah, I'm sure he was. But did, the thing was, didn't like the little person get the, give him the okay. I don't care what Vince says. Get, well, he was the, told. He, make, I, I know he was the told. Bought into it, made him look like an asshole. Oh, agreed, <laughs> agreed. But they told him to stop at the big boot, and he didn't listen, despite everyone else telling him to do so. And the fact that he didn't listen to them pissed them off, and so he lost to Daniel Bryan. And then he looked like an asshole in this fat in this past week on SmackDown in a segment with Daniel Bryan. He looked like a he got beat up like I, a little. I bitch. hate this concept of WWE telling the stars what to do, and then they get mad when they don't do what they want them to do. Except all the biggest stars got mad, got big off doing stuff that they weren't supposed to do. I don't understand this logic with WWE. Yeah, didn't didn't make didn't make not tell Vince. About one of the didn't McFoley not tell Vince about one of the spots in the match with the I, Hell in a Cell? I don't remember. I'm, I'm sh- there's a litany of things that weren't supposed to happen, and the Punk wasn't supposed to happen. Brian wasn't supposed to happen. But so, but my point being here is that's they're being petty. They were dumb, and they just buried a chance of building a good stuff. So yes, I am going to call that a bad. Yep, I, 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 I won't. I can't look at him seriously. I'm with that. I can't. I mean. I I, really, I didn't look at him seriously before, and now I definitely don't look at him seriously. Well, listen, I really exactly. enjoy Big Cass, what he does, and I think the whole situation of what he did being wrong and being against the rules and then punishing him for it is bullshit. It's stupid. Um, it got him over. Tim, you're right. It got him over. It really did, because no one really reacted before. And I'm gonna Tyler. Yo. It's up for you. This is the, you're talking about the same person, Vince McMahon, who wanted to suspend Titus O'Neil. For three fucking months. I'm not defending Vince. I'm defending Big Cass. But yeah. No, I, I know, know. I know that. But I'm saying it's not. I don't. I don't. Put, I don't see Vince. Put, I don't put Vince past this. Like I see. I could. I definitely saw Vince doing this. I could definitely see Vince going. Oh, he wouldn't listen to one thing I said, even though it worked out in his favor. You know, God forbid, no one listens to Vince. I know. I know. You no, know, Vince is the almighty heresy in this. Like just. It's, Look, stupid, it's, like, like, it's like when a coach wants you to run a play and you don't run the play exactly right. You get yelled at, but it works. And then they're like, all right, no, now they, you um, listen to me. No, that's actually, that actually doesn't work. Uh, my freshman year, uh, varsity quarterback didn't like the play call, ran a completely different play, worked out in, in the quarterback's favor. Coach still benched him. Well, yeah, well, well, look, it still worked, didn't it? That's, I think, the point. Yeah. And did he play? Did he continue to play? I think that's still the point. They benched him for a whole quarter. Ooh, a whole quarter. See, my so. see my defense on this on Cass is that Tim, I get what you mean about how he didn't he didn't need this match. Neither Brian nor Cass belonged in this match. But because it was happening, I was make I was being the optimist that I am as a wrestling fan and trying my best to buy into it. Trying my best cuz that's what they're supposed to do is make me buy into it. And I did buy into it for a while. I liked the story, told a good story. You know, Cass was getting better on the mic. He slowly has been showing that he's not so great. Um, 
maybe they should give him a manager. Just a thought. But with the whole Brian thing, my philosophy was that Brian is so over that he could take a loss. He already had his WrestleMania moment. He doesn't really need a win. He's already established. Cass isn't established, and Brian would have been in, been the one for Cass to beat to be established. Um, so, going into Money in the Bank now, next this next episode of SmackDown on Tuesday, Cass is facing Samoa Joe in a qualifying match. Uh, I can already tell you, my guess is Samoa Joe is going over, and Cass is going to lose, and Cass is going to be treated like a jobber for the foreseeable future. Um he also as, wasn't on TV the week after, but, you know. Yeah. yeah, and then the next week he got beat up in a segment by Brian. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but the next match I kind of have some gripes with. Um, so, Carmella defeats Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title. And here's my gripe. Long-term storytelling, let's think back here to WrestleMania, when Charlotte defeated Asuka to end Asuka's streak and retain the SmackDown Women's title only for the next night to be cashed in on by Carmella. And well, it's ridiculous. Um, Charlotte should be. I mean, I understood the whole thing about being cashed in on by Carmella. Sure, it's not her fault, but whatever. Like, but come on, like, she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have. That should have happened. Should not have happened. Um, should not have happened. Eh. I, I don't have any energy into this, so Carmella is now the champion. God bless. Here we are. Carmella's got to look like a good champion, so losing to Charlotte right away look is dumb. So eh. Should not have happened. Um, Charlotte should not have lost clean to Carmella because, again, she's the one that ended Asuka's streak, and Asuka was supposed to be this unstoppable force, and now Charlotte looks dumb. And now that makes Asuka look dumb. Because now Asuka looks like just about every other diva or woman or whatever they want to call them on the women's division. And so, so does Charlotte uh, now. It's kind of dumb. I, was Has Asuka been on TV? No. Asuka. She's been on oh, TV. Like, like, I think she was on this past episode. I don't know about the one before that. She's like she's eaten, she eaten her L. Yeah. Yep. You know what? That L needed to happen, though. And we weren't going to just, you know... Charlotte was the right person to do it. Charlotte so. was the right person to do it. But Charlotte... It was a weird time. ...needed to continue to look well. strong. I think that Charlotte should have lost in a screwy fashion. No. Uh, I think the cash-in should have went on somebody else. But, you know... Agreed. Carmella on Raw. Cash-in on Naya. No. Actually, no. no. We were stuck between a rock and a hard. Listen, that's the only way. I, that's the only way for Nia to credibly lose the belt, in my opinion. They should have done it. They should have done something six months ago with Alexa. Dude, have uh, they should have had this? Because listen, now we're getting Nia versus Ronda at Money in the Bank. So this is what I they have should faith. have done. They should have had Charlotte retain the belt against Asuka, and then have Carmella cash in on Nia at WrestleMania, ruin her day. Ruin her day. I get that. I get that the whole story yeah, of I get the whole story of like you know be a star, bullies never win that sort of thing. But if you had Carmella cash in, that would have made her the ultimate heel. Then you have Carmella retain against Nia and continue to be the champion she is on SmackDown, but on Raw because Smack. Let's face it. I mean, it'd be better if she was on Raw. I think. I, I think her personality would flourish on Raw. No, there's and so then, much shit on then, Raw that it makes no fucking finish, sense. Finish, and then. Finish. You have Carmella versus Ronda. Oh, God. No, that, no. that would be great. 
That would be no, great. Be, oh. That would be great. Hold on, hold on. Ronda is not as good in the ring as you're, I think, giving her credit for. Let's let's pause that. Neither right is there. Carmella, Ronda. though. Exactly. So here's, so? here's, here's who cares? Here's the issue no, no, no. Let me finish. Here's here's the issue with having Carmella catch in on Naya. So Naya is supposed to be this like the giant of the division, right? We're we're having her finally beat her her mental bully. And we're gonna go in and get have her face the same character again to go try and get the title back. That I don't. No, 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 no. I like Raw is doing something fresh with bringing in Ronda to the title picture. I'm glad they even put up in the story that it seems a little premature, and I hope Ronda loses. And Ronda says like, that it seems premature as well. Which, which I hope she loses because a we need to build. Uh, Naya, and we gotta make Ronda look green. Ronda is green. Here's the thing, you they I think they learned. I think they've been learning with Roman Reigns that you can't have them win everything, unless you're Brock or Braun. Fuck Brock Lesnar. All right. Um, next match was Styles Nakamura. What's this three in a no DQ well, match for the WWE title? Oh, I want this. Give me this. Give me this. Give me this. So when your bro didn't know it was a no DQ match, that's, you know. Yeah. Oh, Owen, go ahead. So, let me just say, I and I remember what I remember reading listening back to the pre-WrestleMania VK Wrestling podcast where I said I had hope for Nakamura Styles 1. And I did. I knew it wasn't going to live to the it wasn't going to live to the hype that I had. But I ho- had hope. It was a decent match. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was decent. So it was nice that they turned Nakamura heel. And the leading up to the leading up to the match at the Greatest Royal Rumble, I was looking forward to it. Watching the match, I'm like, this is great. You know, this is better than their match at WrestleMania, and that's how I felt. And then they did it, like a snap of the fingers. They did a they did a double count out. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, Are you serious? You're gonna take a good match and you're gonna put in such a crappy finish. I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna go for a third one. They're gonna go for a third one. And I'm like, Styles has to win. And Tim and I got into an argument over this. I said I would have been fine with Nakamura Nakamura getting the belt. Tim made the point where I said it would have been pointless. That it it wasn't it's technically a big stage, but it's not a pay per view. And I'm like, yep, I I'll, I'll concede that. So backlash. I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep during this match, <laughs> but during the bits and pieces I got, so did I, I was I was liking it. And when I woke up, I checked my phone. I read the words. I read the words double DQ. Or uh, I read uh, the words no contest. And I immediately said, I'm done. They're literally trying to do every single finish they can with this until Nakamura gets the belt. I, and I swear to God, and if it is a ten, if it's a last man standing match, I guarantee you it will be a double. It'll no none they won't answer the count ten count. My problem with WWE is that they're gonna take this match, which should have been a rare occurrence. Like Try to keep these two away from each other as, as rare as they could. I mean, they're giving away a great match for TV. They just had Styles Nakamura 4 
on SmackDown when they should have had it on Money in the Bank, which it should have been four. It should have been like three. Okay, listen, that finish They're... was a great finish, though. Did you see the finish? Because not what uh, double dick ref... city. No, the ref got the ref got knocked out, and then when the ref got back up, uh, Nakamura faked a low blow from Styles, and then Styles got DQ'd. Or, or he got yelled at by the ref, I think, and then Nakamura pinned him. I uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the fact that WWE doesn't know how to how to build this match. It's terrible. I mean, for God's sakes, how do I have to march my ass to to Greenwich, Connecticut, and do this shit myself? Look, I've been saying it for the last month and a half. I don't know how they could have screwed this up. I d- <laughs> like I don't know if you've listened to the Aftermania shows where I go. Pretty much every episode. How? How? It was, it, and I'll say it again. It was right there. It's right in front of them. It was right in front of them. Yeah, but they didn't have a, they didn't have a six foot whatever, two hundred and whatever pound Samoan guy in front of them going goo goo for Gaga over Vince McFucking Man. So that's how they fucked it up. I'm, uh, I'm not blaming Roman for it. No, anything. I'm just saying that. Vince doesn't give a shit unless it's who he thinks is going against. Ah, fuck. I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going on a tangent. But what I'm trying to say is they fucking ruined Styles Nakamura, which should have been a rare op, which should have been a rare match, is now being given away on TV and being ruined by screwy or bullshit finishes, which may have some justification story wise, but in the long run, when you're trying to enjoy a good match, you're gonna get a shit fucking ending and you're gonna ruin it. And you're going to put a sour taste in fans' mouth. And that is why I haven't watched since the Greatest Royal Rumble. I haven't even watched SmackDown. And that is probably my the most enjoyable show out of the two. Look, I'm right I'm right there with you. I, I'm so fed up. And I kind of did quit. I tried to watch Raw, I think, this past week. And I passed out. And then when right. I woke up and it was still going, I'm like, fuck this. I'm playing 2K. And I went... Played video games. I just like I'm not doing this. I don't have to do this to myself. Literally, like I'm like trying really hard to stay invested in the product. And then when it like the other day, I was like, please don't spoil anything. I'm probably gonna watch SmackDown for the debut of Andrade Cien Almas. And then a couple hours later, I was like, nah, never mind. I don't feel like watching. I don't. I don't get what this company like. This company really is just they. It was it was perfect. It was perfect. The next show I will watch is probably going to be Money in the Bank. I, you I know might what? Not even watch that. I then Tim. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You were. Uh, I remember when we were talking about going to WrestleMania in New York and New Jersey, and you said, <laughs> you know, no. we gotta, we gotta, we. Gotta, I might not go. I'm. I'm debating this uh, right now. I'm like. I'm like 95% sure I'm not going to waste my time with it. Same. Oh, also I'm, because I can't right. get the money together, but at least I won't be upset when I find out I can't get the money together. <laughs> <laughs> not even that. It's just like, it's... Oh, I, I'm not mad. I, I, I'm beyond... I'm not mad I'll be chilling in, in, uh, in our new apartment in the fall and in the spring it's of next just... year, and I'll be watching from the comfort of my bedroom telling everyone that I'm glad I didn't go. I'm just, quite. A, I'm just not. I don't understand what they're doing. I they've they've lost whatever sanity they've had left. I found more comprehensive storyline in the Katie Vick angles than I do with Styles Nakamura. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. 
I think <laughs> the issue is that we they had a perfect WrestleMania 34 card. Perfect. Even even Brock oh. Roman, even Brock Roman could have been a good match. If they just had Roman win, it would have been fine. Uh, I don't know about that. No, yes, I, yes, I think look, I think look, Roman should have won. As the as the biggest Roman guy probably on the show. Yes. Who's been constantly defending Roman. I'm just about out of juice. I don't know what there else is to do. He's really not that bad. He's not even winning titles. I don't understand where the disconnect is. I really do not get it. And I I just can't defend it. You think the problem is with Roman is that it's not that we can't get behind. Well, the problem is we can't get behind him. But do you think the problem more lies with the fact that WWE is had waited so long to pull their trigger on Roman just because no. if he had just given him the title, if they had given him the title already and not waited so long to do this, do you think we all would have just said, do you think most wrestling fans would have just said, you know what, he's got the belt, it's on Raw every week, Brock's out of the picture, I'm fine, you know what, I'll boo him, but at least we're getting some decent, decent, uh, content from the show do you think that would have been better more than them trying to do this underdog story where it's like oh he's not you know he we're that, not giving him everything he's earning everything like that is you. their problem that, that is their problem they they're booking this six foot six 260 long-haired big boy like he looks like a star like no one can deny this like no he just no, needs he, looks, he I, I will say like the star. one thing he, he like needs to change something people should love the one thing he needs to change is ditch the fucking vest oh my god Fuck should off. he go back to nxt uh nxt trunks no you don't i no. like pants i, don't ag- I like I don't, the pants I don't, for I don't, him i, just I don't, don't like the agree vest. with ta- i don't agree with taking away the vest either because no, that's become the vest this character because because if I look at him without, it just doesn't make sense with no it vest. Looks it, really it looks corny. It looks corny. It's corny. I'm sorry. Then it looks corny. Then it looks corny five years ago with the shield. It didn't though because the it, shield were badasses. Nope. 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 You can't have it both ways. No, because he looks the exact no, 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 same. No, no, you, you can't have no, it both no, ways. Ty. No, no. Listen, it doesn't look the same because they changed it. They added his stupid corny ass logo on it. They made it look like a superhero suit. No, 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 no. It does not look the same. It, I will pull up a picture yes, right now it, of Roman Reigns in the shield, was, look, and he was wearing look, look, a legitimate look. vest. It was a black. It was a black vest. Now it has his logo on it, just like everyone else has their logo on no, their shirt. No, no, no. He had to the ring. That's actually it's wrong. Shit, Ty. That's actually wrong because before well, it was a legitimate vest, like Rollins a legitimate that corny ass Power Ranger suit, right? Because that that looks corny. Uh, no, it doesn't. Because it doesn't have it doesn't it doesn't have a corny little logo on it. It's just. It's just, it's and, he, and he doesn't wrestle he on it, like and he doesn't wrestle with it. He doesn't wrestle hey. with it either. Oh and my. Roman, when he was, when Roman was in the Shield, he wore a legitimate Kevlar vest, like a ke- like a vest with pockets and things to hold guns and weapons and stuff in. That looked badass. Now it looks like just, uh, it it just it looks like a superhero suit. It does. And Seth doesn't wear that all the time. He wears it in the ring. He wears it to the ring. It's part of his outfit, but that's all it is. Looks like a Power Ranger. So, look, I'm. That's not. That's that's separate. The dude looks like a looks like a star, right? He looks like a star. I, like we can't deny that. Yes. Long hair. And looks he was good. a star, though. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the baffling thing. He what, was a star. I, yeah. And what? Like 
like this is this is the part that just confuses the shit out of me. We we bought into it. We we saw the group, and we were like, "That's a star," and that is not a star. That is the star. Oh, am I wrong? Yeah. We looked at him and said, "Yes, that is." I mean, the personally, star. personally, I didn't look at him and think he was the strongest element of the shield, but that's just I me. I thought Wait. he was. He was definitely the most over. I got an shield. idea. Yeah, he was. He was doing everything right. Everyone was cheering him to all hell. He was one of the loudest reactions of the night. Do you? And think he's still that, one of the loudest reactions of the night. I don't get it. Do you think that they should have pulled the trigger on Roman when he was the final two with Brock Batista? Yes. At the no. Ro- Do you think? Well, well, wait, well here's the no, thing. If Brian, been, if Brian wasn't around, yes. If Brian wasn't the guy wait. for the fans, yes. That's yeah. You can't even. You can't even use the. The the reasoning oh have them go to SmackDown because that's when they had that they had the two conjoined belts yeah that's I, and no I brand think, split I think him going over against Batista would have caused a lot of issues yeah I no, think he Batista was in itself was he was getting cheered he was he was, he was I don't being I don't cheered. think booze I don't think booze would have been a problem I just think storytelling would have probably not been as Roman clean. was being cheered was, because they didn't shield, want Batista there was Shield stuff in during that time that was going on. Yeah. That they could and just an, ignore to go give Roman a push. The thing, that, the thing time, where fun. Roman changed him, where Roman changed was at first, they didn't push him like he was going to be the next guy. They treated him as just the powerhouse of the shield. And they had him do cool things, but they didn't make him, they didn't push him forward and make him this main event guy. When they started they making him, at that. when they started making him a main event guy, they started making him John Cena in a Kevlar vest and long hair. That's what happened, and that's when the fans started booing because he started so, because because what happened was when they wanted him to replace Cena, they literally made him a Cena clone, and that's what the fans booed before even. So that's why they booed it again because it, they well, booked him the same way as Cena, and then after that, when they tried fixing it, it didn't work because the fans already bought in and. Like was on to them and knew what was going on, and then here we are. So when they, so when they turned him back into a badass, circa what? Two thousand fifteen. I would 16? go end of six. I would go end of sixteen. Whenever he was doing the Bray thing, and then going into the IC title matches, I personally thought he was looking really same, like a I, badass. I liked that. I, I like the, and then the like the Taker feud, fucking money. And the whole thing with the IC title, the cool thing about it was was that at the time, when he wins the Universal title, he will have won every single championship there is to win. Don't remind me. Which is cool. No, that's cool. That's great. But he's the last guy of the Shield to do it. Yep. Like, that's like... Well, no, actually, Seth was. No, because... Oh, yeah, that's right. Seth was. But, um, But he was also the first to win. The he'll be title, the first so. yeah he'll be the first roman will be the first one of the shield to win the universal title uh, this but i i don't get it and this can segue into the main event of which was roman and joe which really wasn't that bad the issue was that roman won and no one cared because everyone knew roman was gonna win because he lost roman to Brock fans twice joe deserved to win joe was white. joe did joe deserve to win joe is white hot, hot. no what he was, was white say, hot. he was not white he was he was red hot he was not white hot get out of here i'm not buying that i don't think joe is as over as people were saying he was i don't no, think he dude. was bad but joe was joe was not as over 
Well, I'm listening. Uh, hey, I've listened to those responses. Those pops died pretty quick. No, yeah, Joe was well, over. Like, Joe, hey. Joe was over to the fans, but like white hot over with the marks. But I think that yep. it was telling a good story, and it would have set him up for a strong run on SmackDown. Granted, I don't think it really changes anything. I think he's still going to be a strong player on SmackDown. But I don't know something about it. He would have looked. Um, he would have looked amazing if he had beaten Roman. And it would have looked better right. for Roman to lose. It would have looked better if Roman lost. That that's what I said. I said I said Roman's got nothing to gain. I said Joe's got everything to gain by winning. And, and this all and this also brings up another uh, bring up a top another talk talking point I wanted to talk about with Money in the Bank was um. Well, wait. With, I, actually, uh, I'm sorry. I I have another thing too. What? With Roman with Roman winning this match, like. The reason why people wanted Roman to lose this time was a good reason. Because now, if they had Roman lose, he would have started to look human. He would have started to look like everybody else on the roster. He wouldn't have looked like Super Cena Light again. He wouldn't have looked like Super Reigns. He wouldn't have looked... I think he looks like Super Reigns. I think he looks like a superhero right now. No, I don't think he's doing... You know what? Because he can't beat beat the... He can't beat his arch villain. But the whole reason why he didn't... The, no, he, no, 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 Joker. no, no, the whole, the only reason why he didn't beat Brock was not because, was not because of a storyline thing. It's because they wanted Brock to be champion because Roman wasn't getting the reaction that he needed. That's not the point. We're looking, I'm looking at it in kayfabe and cause you're saying he looks like a superhero, right? So I'm look. you're looking at it in kayfabe. Yes. 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 I'm looking at how he's being portrayed. It just looks <sighs> to me. It looks to me obvious that the only reason why they didn't have they didn't have him beat Brock was because he wasn't getting the reaction he deserved. Look, what we can figure is Roman is a chump. Roman's Roman can beat Roman can beat anybody. When the real challenge comes, he can't step up. That's what he looks like. Roman yeah, but he like beat chump. Taker. He beat everybody except for Brock. That shouldn't add up. That doesn't add up to me. That does not well, Brock add up beat to me. Everyone else on that roster, so it does add up. It sucks. It sucks because it, they again they now put that, themselves. That in. on the other hand is a, an opinion. No, here, no, no. Here's the thing. It, it, it sucks opinion. because they book themselves in a very terrible position because they are in that spot. They're stuck because between the a rock point, and a hard place. The whole point was Roman and Brock were going to beat everybody in the roster, and then they were going to face each other, and Roman was going to beat Brock. But he didn't do it. So now what? We have two guys that look stronger than everyone else on the roster, and they're just going to sit there until the next time they face. You know, you know, you know what's the you know what's the perfect solution for you, Tyler? Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley loving his sisters. Oh that is God. the solution. Listen, I love this feud. What a horrible storyline. I love this. That feud. is no, no, no. That is that hilarious. Is so that trash. is the pinnacle. That is the pinnacle of Sami Zayn as a heel. He like you can tell. No. He, yes, because you can tell he just doesn't like buy it, and he's just like, yeah. So I'll, like you know, I'm gonna bring Bobby's sisters here next week. God. The problem. The problem what is, is. What is this show? That's another one of my problems. I'm gonna get right into that. Why the fuck are you putting tension between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Tension that's not even there. Tension that wasn't there when they were wrestling PWG, Ring of Honor, or anywhere fucking else. Well, te- yeah. Now let me scratch that tension. Well, if we know that they're oh. friends in real life. Why put tension with them? It's just ridiculous. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they are the perfect they're the perfect duo. Well, they don't the need thing. perfect match. Here's they're the, the perfect one on one match too. Here's yeah. the thing. 
They're going five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Or what should be a five star. They're back there. Um, what was it? Their battlegrounds. But match, here's the I thing. That should have been a five star. They're trying to build it up as there are two heels huh. that will do anything it takes to for themselves to get ahead, and it and clearly it shows that it means that they're willing to sacrifice one another to get ahead for themselves. And that's yeah, they, good they storytelling. They that's good. Loyal. That's yeah, good storytelling. These hoes ain't loyal. That's good storytelling. It's two heels that work together to get a to get ahead. But the moment it'll be, the moment something benefits themselves, they'll ditch the other one. And they'll like KO getting an IC title match. Yep. Where was Sami Zayn? I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should have a should have a tag team title run. Just as yeah. Uh, no. Why not? No. My favorite. Why not? Them, my favorite is I want to see them over, not not my, over. My favorite is consistently that they that when they consistently say we're not a tag team. You don't think it's funny? You don't think it'd be funny to see Sami Zayn running around Kevin Owens with the holding up the title, walk around like a moron? You don't think that's funny? I'd rather see. No, Owens. I'd much rather get Sami Sami Zayn get like a title that. I'd like much rather. Title. I'd much rather see I'd Owens do. with the with the Universal title and Zayn with the with the uh, Intercontinental title. I'd rather see Owens with the Universal and Zayn with like a replica. <laughs> Zane Zayn's not gonna be top guy material, and I, that's sad because Zayn has so much time. Honestly, I think it might happen as a heel. Honestly, We're getting there. We're it might it might happen as a heel, but you know, I mean, Bobby Lashley doesn't. Bobby Lashley to me has just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. Like he just doesn't belong. In the Bobby Lashley looks so out of place. He does. does. He paint his eyebrows? He mu- I'm looking I think like he paints why his eyebrows. Wow. Dude, he looks like he paints his eyebrows. Oh I'm, I'm, I never looked like at really the man's eyebrows. eyebrows. Never looked at the Look, man's eyebrows. I'm. I the man looks like a human thumb, kind of like Kurt Angle, only you know a little bit darker. Yeah, but Kurt Angle looks like a human thumb from all the drugs. Yikes. Where's his neck at though? Oh. He broke it. The point, broken freaking neck. He, Bobby Lashley looks so out of place right now. I kind of forget that he's a part of the roster. I don't know why he's full time. You can tell that he's there you for know? one reason and one reason only, and that's to put to Braun over. Paid. Well, I guess oh. I guess both. <laughs> it, to me, it looks like he's there to get paid. That and to get Braun he's, over. He is there specifically to get that paper. And here's the thing. I just don't understand why he's there. I don't. But we're bringing in his sisters, so, you know. Thanks to Sami Zayn, we're going to meet Bobby Lashley's sisters. Oh. If one of them is an actor I can find on IMDb, I'm not going to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Like when they did the Brie Bella storyline with... (laughs) Yikes, imagine they just bring in, like, Naomi and Jazz. Oh my god! It's like, come on! Like we know, we know the. Come on now! Like that's not even cool. Oh, oh god! It's like when it's like when a TV show uses a when it's like when a TV show uses a an an actor or an actress as a background as a background actor, and then brings them in as a main character later in the show. Or when you and have like, or when you have Braun so Strowman and Elias as part of Adam Rose's Rosebuds, and then you debut him later on as top guys. Hey, remember when Braun Strowman and Elias was supposed to be a tag team? Yeah, dude. That was that bait, dude. Braun Strowman with the oh, bait, with the giant, 
Cello was fucking great. That was money. And Braun yeah. Strowman and Nicholas. They're not getting the deposit back on that cello. I, he fucking tore the shit out of that. Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Oh my god. I think I think in two years they're gonna do it. They're gonna have Nicholas come back. Oh no. Please God. What the the office gift? No Watch God, it. no. Watch him be in the Royal Rumble and he has a Steve song at everything. Oh Holy my god. Shit. He comes back he comes back one day, he's like, I told you I'd come back. Oh. Alright, so wow. back on topic oh, here, oh, kind oh. of kind of See bring- how interesting the actual show is. Let's, this is just a shit. This is just a shit talk. It's like a shit post. Oh, I know. I know. For a podcast. So let's let's bring it back in now. So since WWE we finished up, we finished up with uh oh my god. Since we finished with uh backlash, um, Money in the Bank's coming up soon, and uh so far we have two Money in the Bank la- ladder matches. One of them for a world title match contract for the men, and a women's championship match contract, obviously for the women. Um, the men's match looks. P- kind of interesting to me to be honest um so they're going four and four um we have four men and four uh four men from smackdown and four men from raw and then four women from smackdown and four women from raw and for the men's match we have from raw bobby Roode, braun Strowman, finn balor and kevin owens and then from smackdown we have rusev the miz one member of the new day and the winner of the ma- match between big cast or samoa joe which we can assume would be samoa joe I'm intri- Why should it be Big Cass? I'm intrigued by this. No, it should not be Big Cass. It should be Samoa Joe. I, I, I said watch. Miz. What up? It is going to be Miz. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It is going to be Miz. It's going to be Miz. Because they're going to get... Because A, rumors have it that Miz is going to get a world title run by the end of the year. Or within want- the next year. And I can see it. B, everyone wants that. C, watch it be Finn Balor. It. Oh God, no! D everyone, Dude, everyone wants D everyone wants Hard. Miz to drop it to Brian. God, no, no. I I, I think don't want I, that. I think it would be a better story if Brian dropped it to the Miz. I'd like that because that's the whole point of their whole feud was Brian was had this big Ooh. thing where it's like Ooh. Brian's in Brian's got this whole big thing. It's like you have you know, Miz. I, have Miz win, have Brian beat Nakamura, have Miz cash in. Yeah. Oh my God, that's. But it's gonna it's gonna take a while for Brian to get a chance at Nakamura. It's gonna be. That also means so... Nak- That also means Nakamura has to win at some point. He's going to. I think Money in the Bank will win. But no, I, I would. It doesn't put, matter now. I wouldn't put no. it past WWE Tim. to do a ten count. So hang on, let's let's. Acknowledge a run-in. Uh, here come my lawyer is here. Yusuf. Yeah, lawyer. Yes. Hi guys. Oh, Yusuf. Hey. Hey, it's me. I'm back. I'm alive. Oh, Yusuf, I gotta tell you. Um, they tied the laundry detergent company puts a chemical on their Tide Pods, so toddlers oh, take them oh. out of their mouth. I know this from firsthand. You know, I'm not even gonna. He was right. He was telling us that before the show. So we're at uh, Money in the Bank now. I've, I've noticed. Uh, questions, comments, concerns. Um, <laughs> I mean, questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, hang on. Do you have, before oh. we pr- proceed, do you have any, like, thoughts on the shakeup, backlash? 
current events before Money in the Bank? Besides, besides the backlash about backlash, no. <laughs> the backlash without backlash. That's so perfect, actually. That's that's been like covered by everybody at this point. No, um, I don't know. I, just as I ran in, I know you guys were talking about Money in the Bank, and um, uh, I don't know. What, there's what? How many spots are left? Two, right? Well, one, uh, one in the men's one match. Now? Uh, the other, the other is, is going to. Oh, sorry. Go, Tyler. The other one, the second uh, spot that's not filled is going to be filled by one of the members of the New Day. They they haven't right. they haven't chosen yet. Okay, right. So that means there's a Raw or SmackDown spot left. SmackDown one for it's, Joe. It's the one it's, for either Joe or Cass. So Joe. Probably Joe. Probably. I doubt it's going to be Cass. I yeah. Highly As we mentioned before, he's got some heat on him. So, as we also should have mentioned, uh, Cass. Uh, by the way, R.I.P. Test. But Big Cass is basically Test, who sucks even more. I mean, yeah, kind of is. Test. That's a damn shame when you think about it. Test was actually not bad too. Yep. But so yeah, so, yeah. continue, Yusuf. So. Yeah, you're like looking at how Money in the Bank is being booked so far. Um, and I know I overheard the uh, conversation of Brian beating Nakamura and then Miz cashing in on Brian or whatever that was. May I have gotten it wrong? I don't Anyways. No, you got it. Um, okay, cool. Um, first and foremost, what the fuck are they going to do with Nakamura? Because have, they haven't announced the stipulation for the Nakamura Styles. Five? Four. I think it is. Oh, yeah, five. Four. Five. Okay. No, it is five, right? They did, yeah. they did four on SmackDown this past week. Fucking SmackDown. Anyways, um, yeah, so they haven't actually named the stipulation yet, right? Nope. Nakamura okay, gets so. to pick it, though. Right, because he won on uh, but here's, Tuesday. Here's my thing. How is he going to be able to pick one? He can't speak English. He'll get Finaki to translate. And with that joke, I'm going to go to bed. It's not a. It's, that's not a joke. That's that's logical storytelling. Yeah, the, that punchline. That punchline was as low as a low blow. That wasn't yeah, a joke. Was. That was definitely a joke. That, that was no. That was a hundred percent a joke. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Uh, Tyler, Tim, Yusuf. Good night, everybody. YouTube. As one man once said on an ABC show. Good night and big balls. Oh. So we have a run in and a run out. That's what's happening. Okay. Wow. Well, bye. Uh, bye, Owen. Here we we're, are. This is literally we're at WWE shit posting two point one. That's what this podcast is. Yeah, pretty much. Any shit posting you got for WWE? I got shit posting actually. And, unless you, if you haven't talked, so. Not true. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know. My only real gripes recently have just been what why they're carrying on the nakamura styles feud like they should have been done a while ago but that's really it i mean i'm intrigued to see bobby Roode and braun Strowman in the money in the bank match <laughs> <laughs> true bobby Roode because i want to know what triple h would do in a money in the bank match and uh Bra- <laughs> <laughs> and braun Strowman- my joke <laughs> And Braun Strowman, because I want to know what Braun Strowman would do in a Money in the Bank match. Um, He's probably going to get the shortest ladder and be like, I can do this. How are they going to have Braun Strowman in this match and have him lose? That's the question. That ladder. That's well, hard. He just won't be involved. 
They're going to take Braun out early somehow. Actually, that'll make him look really bad. I don't know. And Rusev, too. I'm intrigued to see how Rusev does in this match. Then again, so I'm gonna lock it actually in. So there are rumors. Top of the ladder. So there are rumors because we have talked about New Day possibly breaking up at some point, and Big E receiving a push uh, after the breakup. And uh, the thing is, with this whole thing of one of the members of the New Day being inserted to the match, there have been rumors of Big E being inserted, but also rumors of Kofi because obviously we know that Kofi is one big human spot uh, fest. So he's 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 the spot monkey of the group. He is a human embodiment of a spot fest. Um, yeah. So there's always the chance of putting Kofi in there for a, a good spot. Uh, then again, Balor could be that guy as well this time around. I think WWE doesn't know it, so they're just like, eh. We'll, eh. They're just like we'll figure it out. Whole, we'll get there. We'll either, fucking get there. But you also, gotta worry about Reigns. But also, stop. <laughs> but also Biggie, because you know. They could start this singles push now. Um, God help us. Uh, this match between Big Ass... Big Ass... Oh, wow, I actually said it. Big Cass and Samoa Joe uh, is going to be crap. Uh, Joe's going to win, and then Joe's going to lose the money in the bank, which is going to make me really upset because Joe deserves it. Uh, but hey, Miz deserves it just as much, so I'll be excited to see Miz win. Uh, the women's match right now is Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, uh, from Raw, and then from SmackDown, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and the winner of Billy Kay and Lana, which is going to happen this week on SmackDown, and then three more open spots. Boo. Um. Wow, this is, that's actually horrible. That's a terrible match. Um, Lana's going to be in the match, I think, because I don't think they'd put Billy Kay in without Peyton Royce. Um, that's going to be my ship break. So, meh? Alexa? Uh, probably Alexa or Ember. Probably, probably Ember, because they're having a heel from SmackDown win, so they gotta have a face from Raw win. I don't, I don't ever believe in that logic. That's true, because SmackDown had two heels win the Money in the Banks this year. What, so. the whole, like, 50-50, a heel wins and then a face has to win kind of thing? They don't follow that. No, they don't. That's, I don't. That's a lie. That. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, so it's either yeah. it's either gonna be, uh, it's either gonna be Alexa or Ember. Um, I think Ember just because I, I think I they're really about, think it's gonna they're be about. Ember. I think they're slowing down on the Alexa train because you know Alexa did do quite a bit in the last two years, so I think it's good. She's in a spot now where she can kind of pump the brakes for a little bit. Yeah. So, Plus, like, there's enough going on for the Raw Women's yeah. Division that Alexa doesn't need to be the forefront of things right now. Agreed. Yeah. I think if we Although, get too much, she's going to get stale. Exactly. It'd be cool some, to see. Some would argue that she's already there. Yeah, um, true. Hmm, I maybe. mean, I wouldn't necessarily argue that, but I could see why people would say that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, yeah, definitely... I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, but, um, and then, as we said, Styles Nakamura. Stipulation yeah. to be determined. Whatever. Probably a better match. Um, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's title. If Ronda doesn't I think Nia's lose... I think Nia's going to win by DQ. I, oh. I think Ronda's going to win because Riot Squad's going to fuck it up somehow. No. I mean... Are we going to get Sonya Deville versus... Wait, is that Sonya? Yeah. No. Sonya's on SmackDown. 
look, we right, can make, never mind. We can make Nia look like a badass because she's beating up a UFC girl. Or we can make Ronda look as inexperienced as she is. We don't need any interference because fuck that. They're yep. doing really well with women and not doing that. So let's, let's, can we keep a trend of that? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. And yeah. Fair. Why not? And then, as announced this past week on SmackDown by GM Page, Carmella is going to defend the SmackDown Women's title against Asuka. Wow. <sighs> Based on the recent wrestling logic, Carmella should kick Asuka's ass. But like, Based on logic, this should be a squash match. In Carmella's favor. Yes. No. In, Unfortunately. No, no, Tim, logically speaking, because Carmella beat the person that beat Asuka's streak. Beat Asuka, yeah. This isn't logical. That is logical. No, no. one has beaten Asuka in WWE besides Charlotte. Carmella is the only other person to beat Charlotte. Therefore. Therefore, Carmella should beat Charlotte, the shit out of Asuka. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a no for me, dog. No, I'm, <sighs> I mean, that's not saying what it's going to happen because Asuka's going to win. That's also going to be a no for me. Either Carmella... All that, chicken shit. all that, have Asuka lose and then just win it in two seconds? That's dumb. And, Against someone that is worth it for her to win it off of? Yeah, that's... that's. I think if they would have... If they wanted her to hold the title, they would have done it two months ago. Listen, like, if no Asuka, to, if Asuka no loses... Carmella. Sorry, go ahead. If Asuka, if Asuka loses, she should just go to fucking New Japan. If she loses, yeah, A, New Japan, or B, DQ. Yeah, I suggest the former. <laughs> yep. But, you know. Yeah, here we are. I just don't want to see Asuka lose again. I feel really bad for Asuka because she looked like a badass and she's been undefeated for so long. She lost and... to Charlotte and then nothing came out of Charlotte beating Asuka. And then here we are, Carmella versus Asuka. Like, wow, this is a well, match I really we... didn't give a fuck just... about seeing at all. Just blame executive producer, Road Dog Brian James. Fucking dumb, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like, you never would have seen, like, okay, Charlotte versus Asuka. People thought it would happen. It did happen. The wrong person won. Yes. Asuka versus Carmella. No one thought in their wildest imaginations that it would happen, especially because the title's on the fucking line and the wrong person's holding the title. Or that the title's online at all. That shouldn't even be a title match. It should. What, it Carmella is. versus Asuka? Yeah, no. That's, that's a match for Asuka to <laughs> honestly, do on the way. Honestly, what has Asuka done to earn this title shot? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Uh, is, she, no one is still ready for Asuka. <laughs> oh, not wait. even Asuka. Someone didn't. No, no, no. No, no, no. Asuka earned this title shot by not being in the Money in the Bank match. That's what, that's that's, what happened. Look. Look, you know much. what? Honestly, her not being in the Money in the Bank match maybe saves her from an even worse match. So yeah, true. Oh yeah, you never know. Um, Wait. unless yeah, is Carmella boosts Oscar, Oscar wins, the and then Ember Moon catches in on her. Imagine a Money in the Bank where Rusev wins the men's match and Lana wins the women's match. That's uh, Rusev no. Day. Look, we already had a Royal Rumble where two Japanese people won respective Rumbles and then lost and at WrestleMania, what to that. and then both lost at WrestleMania. Um, one thing I will say is at least we have something to look forward to in NXT TakeOver Chicago. Yeah, I do. Yeah, dude. We have Gargano Champa too, and this time it's a street fight. That's oh, nice. of 
course they couldn't leave it at just one match. Yep. Of course they couldn't. They have to have uh, a sequel. It won't be as good, and probably the, the opposite is going to go over. So now, I feel, I feel like yeah, Null and Void's, and null and void's a good story. That's that. I don't like that. That's dumb. I mean, to me. In grudge yeah, matches I, like I, that, I, I really that. like only one match. Yeah, I feel like the problem with the Street Fight is, like, it's going to be more of, like, a bloody battle. Because there Anyways. wasn't any blood in the first match. But it's like... What's what's the payoff for either person? Because at this point, Gargano's like trying to see if he can. Like, he's still on NXT, and it's either he gets like a title shot or he's gonna get sent up and get his promotion to the main roster. And for Champa, Champa is pretty much fucking Thanos at this point, where he just wants Gargano gone. Except he fails, unlike an unlike Thanos. Yes. Spoiler alert. Unlike Thanos. That's not really Just kidding. Also, listen, all the spoilers are online. Listen, if so. you haven't yeah, seen exactly. Avengers Infinity War yet, it's your fault. Yeah, like, <laughs> go see it. Anyways, um, and, like, Champa is probably doing the best heel work I've ever seen anyone do heel work. Because, <laughs> like, he a, he controls Twitter. What a clown. What a what a The genius. best when he was, was, he was when what he a, posted a Mother's Day tweet to Candice LeRae about being Gargano's mom. <laughs> Yo. What a gem. Like, he he really is breaking the boundaries of, like, what you can do as a heel. But he's doing it in a way that isn't getting him in any heat. He's playing the game of how much of an asshole can I be. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> With the- he's the first well, heel in a, in a long time to actually do what most heels won't do. And that's to be a genuine dick outside of the when the cameras are rolling. Yeah. Look, man. People like KO have tried, and then idiots went on Twitter. People like Baron Corbin have tried, and then and Twitter army vets decide to be assholes. But like, yep. I feel like Champa is the first heel in a long time to have Larry Zabisco level heat. And if you don't know what happened with Larry Zabisco, he was the one that turned on Bruno Sammartino after being his so-called protege for years. And when he did that, everybody fucking hated him. They would literally like riot outside just for him. They would hurt him, send him death threats, like throw shit at him, like like vandalize his car, like everything you could imagine. I think we're almost. I wish I was hated enough to get death threats. Like I think we're almost getting there with with Champa. Look, yeah, he's world, he's almost there. Give him like two more tweets. I think Look, in part, today's I think world, I don't of, know if I want people getting death threats. Well, I think I think part of the reason why it's not happening today is because before they didn't. I don't. I feel like people didn't know it was fake back then, but now they know. Like now, it's like scripted. Yeah, it's all so. the work, people. It's all right. Yep, all <laughs> it's okay. Work. But yeah, you're gonna be okay. But you know, um, that match. Uh, you know, I could live without it. I agree with Tim, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate. It's gonna be a good match i think altogether i'm still gonna enjoy it um not gonna complain about a good match but i'm gonna complain about why it's happening another match we're gonna get at that show is lars sullivan challenging alistair black for the nxt title that's too early i don't know if it's too that's like uh it it is and it isn't. I think he. I Look, think we have I think a Lars, title now for a reason. I think Lars has fallen victim to NXT not having enough time to build the character. I don't know. It's like 
It could have been anybody besides Lars. Like, I don't know who else. See, though, the thing is, if but... if there if thing is the yes, there is a mid card title, but part of the reason why is because like like part of the it's kind of almost a downfall that we have this mid card title. Because, like, you know, what's going on with, um, what's going, sorry, what's going on with uh, Adam Cole, he won the mid-card belt. So now it's like, I if honestly, if anything was going to happen, like, I thought Cole was going to be the one to challenge for, to, for Alistair's title until he won the North American is, title. Is Cole, does he have a title match at TakeOver? As of right now, no. Okay. There's rumors that he could face Pete Dunne. Probably in a non-title match. Holy fuck, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. That'll be a fucking... Cause, re- cause that'll right, be cool. Yeah, because right now, it's Undisputed Era feuding with uh, Pete Dunne and First. then the new tag team of 1-2, which is... Uh, that. Well, here's the thing. On NXT TV, they're feuding with Pete Dunne and the team of 1-2, which is Danny Burch and uh, Oni Lurkin. Um, yeah. But in the UK tour, yes, it's going to be... It's gonna be Undisputed British, versus strong British Strong Style. Yeah. So, the rumor of what's going to happen at TakeOver is they're going to have uh, O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus 1-2, and then okay. Pete Dunne versus uh, Adam Cole. Probably in non-title. Probably. Regardless, it's going to be great. But probably. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like Adam Cole being Adam Cole... Because his character really hasn't changed at all since he came to NXT. Um, I don't know. He could he could have used the fact that he's the North American champ, the first ever, you know, first of its kind, and been like, "Hey, Alistair, you have a really shiny belt. I have a shiny belt. I want your shiny belt." I'm going to give my shiny belt up to get a shot at your shinier belt. Option C. How about no? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Because that, honest, that honestly diminishes the value of the, the North American Exactly, title. yeah. Especially after, like... I feel like any other match that would have been held to crown the first North American champ would make the belt seem a little... I mean, not to say that the belt's already lackluster, but it's like, that ladder match really sort of solidified, oh, hey, we actually have guys that are, you know, good fits to be holders of this belt. But see, What's the, the good that comes out of it? It's like, I don't know, yet, but... See, look, there's a bunch of workhorses right now in NXT who are just not quite ready for the NXT title. That's why it was made. Right, and exactly. 100%. Lars Sullivan is, let's move back into the actual match and say yeah. Lars Sullivan is one of those workhorses who should not be near the NXT title right now. I, yeah, Lars. See, I get that from a storyline perspective, but he's still a great worker, and I'm excited to see it. Honestly, if you ask me, it should have been Dream. Look, it Dude, will yeah. not be bad. That's the be- that's what I can say about NXT. At least it won't be bad. Right, yeah. Does it always... It, like, what it, they're not used to having that mid-card title, so I'll give them some flack. They got about six months to readjust how they book with that mid-card title. Yep. yep. So, but, See, so I'll I, give them that. Because they, they're not... It's fine. That's why yeah. they should have given the mid-card title to either Dream or EC3 to begin with. I don't think Cole needed the mid-card title at that point. I get that Cole deserved a title, but I think they could have just had him the slow build to, to the world title. Or a quick build. 
Or a quick build. Or a quick it build. is Adam Cole. Or a quick this build. Is Adam, this is Adam Cole we're talking about. Get, get yeah, it. Matt Over. Like, it's, like, if you're Matt Over and you're, like, doing good stuff, I'm not going to be completely mad at you just going for a hot shot. Exactly. Strike while yeah. the iron. Right. Yeah. And he's over as fuck. Like, he is probably one of the most over guys NXT has had. He hasn't not been over in the last, like, two years. Honestly, like, all the, like... The Adam Coltrane has basically been running from when he left Ring of Honor to now. Like, it hasn't stopped at all. And it hasn't slowed down either. Dude, yeah. The pop that he, he got when he debuted at TakeOver Brooklyn last year, dude. Insane. God. Like, and it keeps, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. That's the wildest part. Like, I'm pretty sure that at TakeOver New Orleans, the Adam Cole baby, that the first one that he got, where, like, obviously the whole crowd will do it and it's, like, loud as fuck, I'm pretty sure that was louder than when he did it at the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, not this past year, but last year, because he wasn't at Kingdom this year. Like, I am pretty sure it was louder than the fucking Tokyo Dome. Dude, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And like all all the respect to Adam for like keeping that fucking train just rolling. Also to the writers for not slowing his character down. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> oh well. But um yeah, that's like I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I think I think Alistair's just gonna win that match against Lars. Call a day. I, th- I think so too. Um, I doubt they're gonna drop it like immediately. I think the person that I, I think the person that Alistair Black is gonna lose the title to is gonna be Adam Cole. Personally, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it can be anybody else at this point. Mm. That's fair. I'm fine yeah, with that. I'm fine with that too. I'm trying to think of like another possible option, but I can't. Guys I mean, with, guys with tick pads, dream. you know, we'll be fine. Yeah. It's Dreamer Cole, and I think that Cole's going to drop the belt to somebody. I don't know who yet. Ricochet, maybe? Possibly? Yes. And then, yeah. and then have Ricochet drop it to, to Dream. And then you have Cole win the title from Black. Like, there you go. Yeah. You've just booked NXT for the next, like, 12 months. You're well, welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. All right, and, we're and done. listen, WWE doesn't need Aleister Black yet, so like that's the point. You like you can keep him as the champ for a while. Here's the thing: they yeah. haven't had a long NXT champion in a pretty decent amount of time. I'm pretty sure. Longest reigning champ is who? Balor or? Well, Black defeated Almas, and Almas won the belt in November. Um, yeah, and he and, and Black won in. So, so I mean, I guess Almas was a pretty long lasting champion. He had the belt for like four months. Yeah, he held the belt hold, from. He held the belt from. Only hold it for like one or two takeovers. Because he held, yeah, yeah. He, he held the belt from Takeover War Games to, uh, and he retained it at San, at uh, Philly, I believe, against Gargano, yeah. and then he won it, and then he lost it at New Orleans. He held the belt for four months, so like that's a decent amount. Of, oh, five actually, almost five. Yeah, and then December, January, February, March, April. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, four-ish months. McIntyre only less had the belt for like three months. Though makes less defenses though it makes yeah. uh it makes your titles look a little bit more important when less people are going after him oh yeah yeah see bobby Roode had the belt for a while too that's the thing bobby Roode, i think was one of the longer reigning champions i think so um let me let me double check i'm gonna i'm gonna actually check that but yeah um i don't know 
I think Alistair is the perfect guy to have the title right now. Yeah, I think like. Oh yeah, Bobby Roode held the belt for two hundred three days. How many? Two hundred three. Yep, second longest uh. reign to Finn Balor. Who, okay, so actually Finn was not longest. second, not second longest, but up there. Yeah, um, yeah, like uh, they're fine with just keeping it on Alistair right now. And, like at this point, they don't have to worry about like who would be next to take the title because they have plenty of talent. Not to mention a certain uh, flying heavyweight is going to be joining them very, very shortly. <laughs> True. A certain man that you will bask in his glory. I am so excited for that. Holy fuck. Keith Anyways. Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. That's going to be cool. Oh, but, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like, NXT's fine right now. That's like, literally... They don't, the... have, they don't have to worry about talent and to, like, who Black is going to eventually drop the title to. Nope. Triple H has so, got it all under control. Exactly. But, you know, we're in a, we're in a good place. Um, furthermore, <laughs> NXT, uh, speaking of NXT, kind of uh, branch off from that. The WWE United Kingdom tournament for this year, uh, they announced all the participants. And it looks insane, actually. It's there's there's a lot of fucking crazy dudes in that tournament this year. Uh yeah. Like it looks it looks good. A hundred percent. Um sorry, I'm just trying to get the full list of names here. So here like notable notable names I think that I got from it were definitely uh one, the Kiwi Buzzsock, Mr. Travis Banks, who's actually from New Zealand. Dude, yeah. Just, just to, just, just saying. Wait, okay. Actually, speaking of which, I need to, we need to clarify this. Um, Tyler, I know you brought up in the group chat that anybody that's doing the UK tournament is like not doing any other. Oh, so work for recently, recently WWE placed a restriction on the UK talent, um, the contracted UK talent, where they can't do shows for Rev Pro or Defiant Wrestling. Um, okay. Other promotions because... can probably be applied to that, but they're still able to work. Pro- uh, progress. Uh, I think progress. Um, what's the other one? Um, Revolution. Wait, no, Revolution Pro is part of that. Yeah. Okay. They can't do Rev Pro. I think it was Progress. Whatever UK promotion probably, WWE probably had progress. a close deal with. Yeah, Progress. ICW as well, I think. Okay, I was gonna say because Travis Banks has a defiant title match in a week. Well, Travis Banks, I don't think is contracted. I think it's another. I think it's a temporary deal, kind of like the two hundred five so, yeah. tournament. Ah, right, yeah. Like the CWC. Well, speak, speak, speaking of CWC, he's facing Zack Saber Junior. There you go. Okay. But um, yeah, no, like Travis Banks is definitely one of the like more notable names that I got from that tournament. Drew Gulak's in the tournament. Don't know why, but that's he's, cool. He sticks out like a sore thumb because he's not. He's not. He's, not, he's from he's Phil- not English. He's from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, well then again, Travis Banks is from New Zealand, but... Um, Joe Coffey, as well. Well, Joe Coffey's from the UK, though. Well, I'm saying Joe Coffey's in the, as a notable name in the tournament. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Joe Coffey's gonna be cool. Zach Gibson, um, as well. Zach Gibson's gonna be great. I think my favorite name, though, out of everything is fucking Flash Morgan Webster. No, it's gotta be Travis Banks for me. Like, you know, like... I feel that, and, like, no no hate to... Like, I love seeing Travis Banks wrestle, but, like, fuck. Flash yeah. Morgan Webster's gonna be ridiculous. 
it's going to be fun with him in the tournament. Oh, yeah. So keep in mind, too, the winner of this tournament is going to get a UK title shot against uh, Pete Dunne at a future date. So we're going to get a five-star from that. Oh, yeah. Um, so Regardless we have, of who wins this tournament. So the, the participants are as follows. Joe Coffey, Zach Gibson, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, Amir Jordan, Kenny Williams, El Liguero, Dave Mastiff, Joseph Connors, Travis Banks, Flash Morgan Webster, Jordan Devlin, Tucker, Drew Gulak, Ashton Smith, James Drake, and Tyson T-Bone. Now, a couple of these names, they came from last year's tournament. Joseph Connors, James Drake, Tyson T-Bone, um, Jordan Devlin, uh, and a couple of new names. Joe Coffey and uh, El Aguero and Kenny Williams and stuff like that. But Kenny Williams and Flash Morgan Webster res- uh, wrestled on 205 this past week as well. So that's something to note. Because they might be contracted now. I think so. Uh, hey, if they if they manage to get Flash Morgan Webster in a contract, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Joseph Connors, I I love Joseph Connors. I think they might they might do something with him at some point. He's super underrated. Like I actually really like Joseph Connors. True. Even from like the old WCPW days, dude. Jordan yeah. Devlin too. Jordan Devlin, uh, he's the guy that trained with uh uh Finn Balor, the one that oh, looks shit. like and he looks like the one that looks like Finn Balor Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's really good, and he was an awesome heel in the UK tournament last year. So I'm excited to see what he does this year as well. Because like at the time, Finn Balor was a face, and Devlin was like trying to do what he could to not associate himself with Finn Balor throughout the entire tournament. It was really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like the UK tournament, I always I look more forward to the UK tournament than anything. Because like, they're I don't think they're going to be doing another like cruiserweight tournament anytime soon. Oh no, probably not. Probably not. And then are they are they doing a sequel to the Mae Young Classic? Yes. They haven't announced anything, but maybe. Probably not. When does this tournament start? June eighteenth. The UK tournament? June eighteenth. So they normally do one in the summer. Yeah, that's summer. gonna be their so summer. So this is this is the tournament this year. Yep. Yeah. So enjoy. Wait. Another thing to keep June in 18th? mind, yes, June eighteenth and nineteenth. Wait, it's only two days? Oh, it's only like one day is the tournament. The next day is the uh, the pay. It's like kind of a pay per view because the next, the second night of the tournament, the second night of the special is gonna feature Pete Dunne versus the winner of the tournament from the night before for the UK title. Adam yeah. Cole defending the North American title, Shayna Baszler defending the women's title, and then the Undisputed Era defending the tag titles. Yeah, so it's an NXT so. show, basically without yeah, a world without a world title match. Okay. Yep. More or less. Well, it is the UK. Yeah, I like the idea of that. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Vincent's isn't sending any of his guys over there, so Triple H's, <laughs> Triple H's guys is all on it. You're on your own, sport. <laughs> you uh, you guys uh, got it, huh? You guys uh, you got uh, you guys are gonna come to the UK. Uh, yeah, I'll get the jet. Uh, we're going uh, to hold on. We're going to England. Uh, Gets a phone call from Vince. It's like a movie. It's like the beginning of like a comedy movie. We're going to England. <laughs> yeah, we're right. going to England. We're going to England. Uh. We're, uh, we're back in the bags. You sons of bitches are going to England. Oh my god. <laughs> it's great movies. Oh my god. Jump Street movies are great. The so fucking Jump Street. Here's something. Jump Street. Here's another thing to keep in mind as well. Could we see another top debut? Because. 
At the first UK special, we saw the debut of Aleister Black as Tommy End. Yep. But. Well, yeah, because he was still talking about it. Um, I mean, who's. Okay, so here's the thing. If they've already signed someone like Flash Morgan Webster, who would be a notable UK name that they could have come in that isn't yet signed? Because two names come to mind, and one of them is like, there's no way the WWE will sign him. Oh, Walter. Um, oh, make that three. I wasn't even for a second. I I wasn't even thinking of Walter, but yeah. Okay, so three people that come to mind now because Walter. Two of them would definitely not sign with the company, and one of them WWE would never want to sign, and that's Walter, Zack Saber Jr., and Jimmy Havoc. Oh, true. Who wouldn't they sign? Jimmy Havoc. They would not sign Jimmy. No, Saber Jr. doesn't want. Jimmy him. is the. Like, Jimmy Havoc is, like, legit the king of, like, the English hardcore wrestling scene. Oh. Uh, like, the only UK man to ever win the tournament of that. Like, this dude is fucking crazy. Oh, So, yeah. WWE would not want someone like Jimmy. Zach is doing too well that he doesn't need a WWE. True. Like, Zach's already won two major tournaments this year. I hear that. So, he's fine. I hear that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, that's the, that's the situation right now. Um, no. Walter would be a dope superstar for WWE to get. Yeah, Walter, I think, is still a little green. <clears throat> Agreed. But still yeah. amazing for NXT, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just hope... Look, like, I have no idea who any of these guys are, so I'm, like, being... I've been real silent. But, like, I just hope they can capitalize on this, this time because last time they really didn't capitalize on those stars that they made. That's, I think, the biggest... Yeah, issue. part of it was that they, they couldn't get They couldn't get it set up. But that's But with all of these tournaments that's been the problem. Like it, 205 and, they had all the makings to do that. Mm-hmm. They like just didn't do it. That's is, you know, the Cruiserweight Classic, the May Young Classic, the UK tournament last year and now this year like the problem is like they can't capitalize on these stars because a lot of these stars are indie darlings who either won't or can't sign. Yeah. So like most that, most of them are that's, won't. That's Not the, of them are can't. That's the like that's like the drawback from this. It's a bunch of good people who are gonna go get exposure and then just walk away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lot of the fans won't go and watch because either a they don't have time, they can't invest in it, they don't care, nope. or they can't find it because it is hard to find this stuff and keep up. So you know that is no the problem there with this. Uh, with all the tournaments. Great ideas, though. I wish they could mm-hmm. had stars in their own fucking company to do it. But. You know, they can't build their own stars, so they just use outside stars. Yep. That I mean, hey, Samo- Samoa, Samoa Joe did say in an interview, he's totally cool with the WWE basically, like, kidnapping and picking out all the indie darlings and bringing them to, to eat. That's not a problem if they don't fuck it up. Exactly. Like, Which it's definitely they don't, but that's a um, good topic for a round table. That is a good topic for the round Wait, table. What was, oh. what was it? What was it? Talking about how WWE treats indie darlings. Oh, true. Yeah. No. We we've talked about indie darlings on the first round table, but we didn't really go into how they treat them. Speaking of indie darlings. Speaking mm-hmm. of indie darlings, are we done with talking about the E? I think so. We talked a lot about the E. 
and we're edging towards people who I have no idea who they are. So, right, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, okay. So I can get well. All right, sure. Um, yeah. So now. in the news, since I'm here now, what's up? It's it's your boy. Here's 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 Yusuf's indie segment, all in edition. <clears throat> oh, you need God. a name for your segment. I really do. I'll think of one later. Anyways, um, yeah. So indie news so far. Uh, I mean, right now the best of the Super Juniors is going on, and that'll be going on for the next two and a half, three weeks. Uh, kicked off last night. Um, what was it? What was it? What was it two notable matches were um, ACH versus uh, the homie Flip Gordon. Who's still not booked on All In? Yikes! Except they gave him the nickname All In, which is I think fucking wait, hysterical. that's hilarious. So All In Flip Gordon, that's so funny. They're literally calling him All In Flip Gordon. That's amazing. Uh, it's fucking hysterical. But uh, no, so I I obviously didn't watch the match when I was live because it was at fucking like seven in the morning and I was not awake. But I watched their match earlier today, and um. Not gonna lie, Flip gets pretty well over with the Japanese crowd. It's actually pretty pretty cool. Um, there were a lot of really great spots. Flip sort of tried to show his like more aggressive side, which is nice. Got the loss unfortunately, so he's down. He's still at zero points. ACH is up two. Um, but it's good to see that Flip can actually like prove that he should be in this tournament. So there was that. Uh, second notable match for the good old BOSJ was. Mr. William Osprey, the current reigning IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champ, uh, taking on Bullet Club's newest member, Mr. Taiji Ishimori, or the new Bone Soldier. And uh, Ishimori picked up the victory. Solid. Which I thought was ridiculous, and I loved it. Because it just goes to show that I think they're probably just going to go with Ishimori Osprey at Dominion. They're going to have Ishimori win the Super Juniors Tournament, and then he's going to take the title from Will... And then Bullet Club will once again be the greatest thing on the planet, or not? We don't know. Bullet Club's still not, sort of not fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I was reading a report earlier today, I think it was, or like sometime yesterday, that um, they might go with either Ishimori winning the tournament and taking out Will at Dominion in the beginning of June. Yeah, the beginning of June, because right before that, or. They're going to have Will Ospreay win the tournament. And since he's already champ, he gets to handpick his opponent for Dominion. And Rey Mysterio has been announced for Dominion. Ooh, Ospreay versus Rey Mysterio. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Ooh, that would be, that'd be so fucking good. rad. That'd be so on top good. Of the, on top of the card that Dominion has already, like, because you have the Bucks versus Evil and Sonata for the heavyweight tag titles. Uh, Jericho Naito for the IC title, and of course Omega Okada four. No DQ, no time limit. Two out of three falls. Oh man, Dominion's looking already as as usual for a New Japan show. It already looks way better than the next six months of WWE programming. Sorry, not sorry. Um, and besides that, no, like uh, well, you know, night two. Well, sorry, Tyler. Go. No, 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 you go. You already had a thought. Yeah, no, I was gonna. I was just about to say, like, um, yeah, night two of uh, Super Juniors tonight for Block B. Uh, big match tonight is gonna be Marty Skrull versus Hiromu Takahashi, and uh, <sighs> Marty. So apparently, 
for anyone that hadn't watched the press conference, I forgot that it was even happening, but I got a tweet about how Marty Skrull was actually running late to the press conference because like his luggage got lost and like all this shit and he missed his flight. So he took the next possible flight to like out of Tokyo to I think it's Naruya where the uh, Karakuen Hall is where night one of the tournament began and uh, Will Ospreay decided to like joke around while Marty was not there and be like oh yeah you know Will Ospreay the greatest in the world says Marty's girl uh, Flip Gordon's all in says Marty's girl and Marty just barges in halfway through the press conference I was just like this is what a heel looks like and I really like it and the fact that it wasn't scripted is the best part but um, not like. Interestingly enough, they were constantly hinting at becoming heavyweights later, and I know Will Osprey has said that he wants to be a heavyweight sometime later. Not now, obviously, but you know that'd be cool. Um, there was something else. There was something else. Actually, no, that was about it. There's not much else really going on, except for the Cody Kenny storyline is still going on. Um. That's that's really it for indie. Nothing big's happening in Ring of Honor except for a couple tours here and there. Now, this is where I can get you guys involved because we can actually t- sort of talk about this. Is uh, all in? Yeah, there's one so, thing I wanted to say. Uh, okay. There's a rumor because I saw a picture today on Twitter with Hulk Hogan with the Bucks and the Bucks. Yeah. So there's rumors that so, Hulk Hogan could be all in. So the Bucks actually clarified on that and. They had asked Hogan how much it would cost to get him at All In, and it's somewhere in like the hundreds of thousands. Oh my god! So they're like, "Yeah, we can't afford Hulk Hogan unless he does yeah. like a favor for him." But you never know; that picture might prove otherwise. Hulk Hogan needs um, some relevance. Sorry, he, he kind of does. He he kind of does. Um, but yeah, so All In is officially All In September first. 2018, live from the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois. Sold out in and half an hour. Is officially sold out. In the under Sears Center? Fuck. Yep. The Sears Center, yeah. So that's 10,000 people it sold out in under 30 minutes. Ah, uh, they couldn't they, get the Allstate Arena? Boo. Listen. They're couldn't not, get Rosemont Horizon? They're not WWE. People, couldn't get Rosemont Horizon. True. People need to remember, though, that this is... Only the only reason all this is even happening is because Cody and Dave Meltzer had a bet. Yep. Oh, that's true. Because Dave was like, I he's like, Ring of Honor can't sell out a ten thousand seat arena, and Cody's like, If Ring of Honor can't, I will. And Dave's like, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you do. And Cody's like, Deal. <laughs> they did this for a hundred dollars. Literally for a hundred dollars. That's how you know how petty. That's how you know how petty this. Ten thousand seat arena. With it must be boring in indie wrestling. Yeah, right? I mean, like, <laughs> considering... What else can you spend your money on when you don't work for WWE? And exactly. you make more than a WWE wrestler makes. Yeah. Uh... Or at least make more than most. And, like, now, so far, if you've been checking the All-In Twitter, you know who's been announced. And they're making it, like, a... It's, it's getting fucking bigger and bigger. It's not just a one-day event anymore. It's, like, a three-day event. It goes from the Friday to the Sunday. Dang. This turned into a bigger meme than I think anyone. It did, ever. but it's going to be a great meme because you've got. <laughs> it's going like, to be a great meme. It's going to be a great meme because, like, like, dude, Stephen Amell is all in. What the yeah. fuck? Stephen Amell is all in. They've got like basically a convention going. It's basically fucking WrestleCon. 
they're basically pulling off WrestleCon in September. Do you want to go? I I was thinking about it. How the fuck are we going to go? It's sold out. No, we'll just go to the convention. Yeah. Oh, fair. I have to go to All In. You don't want to see. You don't want to see Nick. You don't want to see Nick Aldis versus Cody. I bet we could scalp tickets. We could try. I bet someone. I bet. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. So Cody, the first match for All In has officially been announced. It's going to be Cody versus fucking Nick Aldis, otherwise known as Magnus, for the NWA Heavyweight Title. The oldest title in professional wrestling will be up for grabs at All In. So I'm looking at tickets right now. I went on VividSeats.com. And the cheapest ticket, in? yep. And the cheapest tickets that are available are two hundred fourteen dollars a piece. Yeah, no. Passed. And they're in the upper section, like the balcony. Passed. As great as that would be, I am not paying that much money to be all in. To be in the second row, they're talking. It's one thousand one hundred and four dollars a piece. Yeah. Hashtag scalpers. What about? Yeah. Hashtag what about, scalpers. What about nosebleeds? That's what. That's what. With two hundred fourteen bucks. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no. I'm sad. But um, yeah, no. Like it. I think a lot of respect. They're they 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 might be streaming it. They might. They're talking. They're they're trying to figure that out. There's a lot of weird shit going on. There's gonna be uh, they might stream it. There's gonna be like a convention thing. There's gonna be like all these different podcasters that are gonna be there. Um, they're going to have meet and greets with, uh, some of your favorites, like the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, Noel Foley, Cody's dog, Cody's dog, Barry the drug-free bear, Bernard the business bear. I'll meet Noel Foley any day. Same. Um, hey, you get to have a meet and greet with Barry the, uh, drug-free all-in bear and Bernard the business bear, and it's like, oh shit, that's actually cool. That's weird. So, so... There are tickets right now in the lower section, like the lower section, not nosebleeds, for two hundred sixty-seven dollars each on StubHub. Oh my god! I mean, it's doable. That is doable. How are we going to pay to get to Chicago? There is that issue. Yeah, that's that's the actual issue. Someone want to like someone someone want to get it? Well, give us their sponsors. Here's the thing, Ty. We could just go and take your car. What car? car that your parents would give us what, what car? car my car is to sold drive. my car is sold the yeah they sold the car i wouldn't know oh i didn't know that yeah i don't, I don't I know s- anything about i sold Ty, my we car. don't talk anymore Ty, we, we don't, don't talk, talk anymore, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we can take so the mustang i'm trying to get vwp to be all in because we're not going to mania listen so. anyone from chicago if anyone from chicago listens to vwp and wants to offer their hospitality for all in weekend please Feel free to let us know. Oh, hey, you... speak, hey, speak fly me coach. Wait, fly me coach. I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Fucking... If you want to, if you, if you're interested in that, shoot us an email, vwpodcast at gmail.com. We love you very much. Thank you. Boom. Hey, speaking of people that are from Chicago and are going to be not exactly at all in, but sort of at all in, they fucking got CM Punk to do a fucking meet and greet and signing at pro wrestling tees the day before all in. Yeah. And pro uh, wrestling no. and pro wrestling tees and, and like Cody and the Bucks and Bullet Club in general are like this close, and it's like when I say this close, I'm crossing my fingers right now. Like they are like besties. Yeah, they're like all good friends is the thing. And this is Punk's first wrestling related like anything since he walked out. This could be huge. 
Punk could be huge. Punk could be Bernard. Even if he showed up, it won't even be that big. No, I think the fans will mark out. Well, I mean, he was Bernard. He's not going to do anything. He could be Bernard. He could just do a walk in. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, it would be really funny. Him just like main event or like whatever the big match is. Like him just walk out like randomly during the match, walk around the ring. And just walk away. No, you know what would he be grabs funny? Someone's popcorn, just eat it. You know what he would be... get a standing over for that. He, he would. He, he would actually get a standing. You know what would be funny? Him on commentary. Oh God! Oh, that's what they should have done. They should have put him on the mic. That's you know, why I really want him anyway. Actually, I don't really they, need another. They haven't. Anyway. They haven't announced who's doing commentary yet. Weren't they talking Jim once, Ross? Once they announce, once I they, they, once they announce Bernard the Business Bear on commentary, we know it's Punk. Watch it be like. Oh, you know what would be even funnier? Mike so you Tenet. have Wait, no, yeah. you have so like, you have so Bernard like, on commentary the whole night and you have a three man booth. You have Jim Ross, somebody else, and Bernard, and Bernard doesn't say a word the entire night until a random moment where Punk just says like he's under the Bernard costume and just says one thing yeah. and everyone's like, Wait, what? And like it, it turns out to be punk. But like the entire night, he sits there and says nothing. You're just sitting there, just like, with a headset, giving people you're not gonna, a firm you're not gonna business give punk a headset and him not saying with anything. With a headset in a bear costume. Bear costume. No, what, you know uh, what? what? Punk is too proud to put on a bear costume for wrestling. Nah, no, punk. Punk would totally do it. No, punk is the same person that like he's a he's a big hockey fan because like Chicago and the Blackhawks are a pretty solid team. But, like, he gets into fights with the mascot of the Los Angeles Kings every now and then on Twitter. Or at least he used to. And he's he's made bets. He said, look, if Chicago loses, I will wear the fucking mascot costume for the Los Angeles Kings in public. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he hasn't yet. But, no, I don't like, like Punk doesn't really have any shame. He's, like, he's he would be totally cool with wearing a bear costume, I think. But what would be fucking hilarious is, keeping in mind, Kenny Omega is still... You know, booked for all in. Like he's he's still on the event. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that that guy. You know, that Kenny Omega character. You, know, you, you hear a little bit about him every now and then. Um, but um, well, he's he's already been revealed to be Barry the drug free bear. But what would be funny is if you had Bernard and Barry, but Barry was punk and Bernard was Kenny. Oh, that's good. So you just have a complete switch up. And like Punk's like he goes to Barry and he's like no 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 I know your trick I know your Ke- I know your Kenny Omega and he goes to Bernard and he just gets a fucking like hit by the one winged angel and Cody's like wait what and Punk t- and Punk takes off the Barry costume and he's like I hit <laughs> him with the go to sleep oh yeah and then he takes the NWA title and runs into the crowd and leaves he blows sits on he sits and... on the barricade yeah blows a kiss smiles yep. and waves and, and then rides his bike home. And then, rides his bike and then home. puts the NWA title in his refrigerator. Yep, and then yep. you hear the next day that Punk has officially taken over the Bullet Club. That's reasonable. He's taken over that the Nexus. Kind of before. The whole show is the, the the whole show is so outlandish that anything really is possible. It is, and like, I, a lot of people have been saying that this is the peak of independent wrestling. I don't because mind. I don't I don't yeah like. It's I'm not com- gonna lie. It's a completely self-funded indie show. Exactly, it's a self-funded fucking independent, like legitimate independent show. It's coming out of the pockets of Cody and the Bucks, which are yeah. deep, and yeah, which are deep. 
mind you. And the fact that they've already sold out the entire show, they have at least 15,000 people that are going to be coming to the event, probably. 10,000 of those alone are for the show, another like maybe 5,000 for the convention and everything. On top of all the names that they've gotten, like, this is, I think, when it comes time on September 1st, this will be probably the best indie shows, like, ever put on. It's all downhill from here, boys. Pretty much. <laughs> well, that's a that's a good that's a good way to to end it because WWE. Uh, I have I have one other gripe. Oh god! All right. Waste time. Oh, god. So, so here's a here's a tweet that uh that has been put into our group chat, starting with uh, so Carmella, how do you feel about that one star that Melter gave you? Oh and boy. Carmella goes, yes. Who? And so someone responds going, this is my favorite tweet ever posted because if it was Japan, Dave would have rated a five-star match of the year, all-time classic. And Dave responds, uh, how would the match be if it was in Madagascar or England or New Jersey or New York while you're at it? Or in New York instead of New Jersey while you're at it. So the point we're getting at here is the the five-star is a gimmick now. It's not like if you're Japan. Or anywhere that's not WWE. And mm. this grinds my gears because, and that Dave got his little panties and, and a twist about it too makes it even funnier. Because he really does hand them out like candy if you're not WWE. And like, look, not saying those matches aren't great, but all of them are five stars. Really? I'm not, I don't know if I quite agree with that. Like, I've watched some of them, they're okay. Like, I don't know, if, I don't know if I'd call them five stars. Um, what, and what grinds my gears more is some of the matches in WWE have been on part of them in the recent, ever since Punk, I'm yep. going to say. So like, because that's when I think the quality really stepped up in ring. Yep. Um, I think there have been plenty of, a fair amount of five stars, at least two handfuls. I could probably, if I looked into the cards deep enough, I could name 10 five star matches over the last 10 years. Yep. Same. And before Punk, there was no five star for WWE in like twenty years, right? Yeah, twenty and, years. And before, I believe it was Pete Dunne. There hadn't been a five star since Punk, and then there was a five star this past year with Gargano and Champa. Thank God. No Gargano. No, um, Gargano Almas. Gargano Almas first, yeah, and then Gargano Champa. Gargano Almas okay, was the first five star since Punk. Okay. Oh, the the Pete Dunn match didn't get one. Pete Dunn Tyler Bate. That got a four and a half. The Chicago one. Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate, right? The Chicago one. Ties yeah, the one Chicago ties, one. Ties match of the year. Yep. Yeah, that got a four and a half. I I don't this. Right. That's why I don't listen to Dave Meltzer. That's that's completely fair. And considering there like is a bias against WWE getting five stars, there really is. Because if those guys did that same match, but they did it in Japan. Or they did it for PWG, or if they did it for Ring of Honor, it would have probably gotten five stars. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't trust the Dave Meltzer scale at all. Nope. And I'm. I'm so happy he got his little panties and twist about it too. Yeah. Because I know. I know Dave. Sorry, Tim. Um, I know Dave tries to defend himself where he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I really take the story into account." And like, sure, Dave. But also, a lot of WWE matches have had like 
stellar storytelling and you give them less than like a four, like a four and three quarters. Like I think off the top of my head, Punk Jericho should have gotten a fucking five. The Extreme Rules match. Yes. Yeah. I that should have gotten that should have gotten a five. I don't I think I watched believe. it, so I can't say it. Anything about I love that match. I fucking it love that match. It was a good match. It was, it, was. it was way better than it should have been. Jericho Michaels. Didn't get a five star. Did not get a five star. Taker, Taker Michaels didn't get a five star. Taker Michaels. Both of them didn't get five stars. HBK and it, Angle. Yep. Didn't get a five like, star. Um, the WrestleMania 23 uh, triple threat. Should have been a five star. And all Brian, Brian didn't get one. Like, Brian didn't get a five star either. Nope. Um, I just recently, baffles my mind. AJ and Cena should have gotten one. AJ Cena should have been a five star. Uh, from this year, if Miz and if Miz and Daniel Bryan do a match and don't get a five star, I I quit. I I just don't I quit because that story is beautifully written. Oh yeah, and real. The match will probably be beautiful because Miz is a great heel. Oh, speaking of speaking of speaking of like if that doesn't get a five star, yeah, I I don't know. Oh, not today because it's now the nineteenth of May, but yesterday the eighteenth was the eight year anniversary of Daniel Bryan eliminating himself from NXT back when it was a fucking reality show and cutting one of the greatest fucking promos that basically started his feud with the Miz. And I was rewatching it earlier because I just completely forgot it existed. And I was like, oh my god. I can't wait for this match now. But um no like so let's let's think about it like this. It's twenty eighteen. It's we're five months in now. We've had three five star matches in the WWE. Gargano Almas, Gargano Champa, and then the North American ladder match. Because that got a five. And I was really impressed. Except there was no story there, Dave. No, there wasn't. But, you know, it's There fun. was just it's a lot fun. of people. Spot fests. But, Spot you know. fest, yeah. Uh, and then, with uh, everyone's, especially Dave's favorite company, Japan, we've had, what, Jericho Omega. Uh, Jericho Omega, that was a five. I personally don't think that was a five-star match. I, I honestly think the fucking junior heavyweights should have gotten that five. Wait, which match are we talking? Omega Jericho. Jericho. So, uh, yeah, we're, say, Omega. we're saying that Jericho Omega shouldn't have been a five. Yeah, and I it will wasn't always, good. It wasn't that good. To, to this day, it was okay. I will still defend that the fucking junior heavyweight fatal four-way should have been a five star. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That match should have been. I don't know why the fuck it isn't. Jericho Omega wasn't even that good, to be honest. I was kind of bored. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Exactly. Like, it was a fine match. Yeah. But like, um, I personally didn't think Jericho and Omega worked well together. And then, I thought it was a little like, I, I, I mean, it was cool, but I thought it was a little rough. I thought it was awkward. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But um, and then besides that, it's like but all, all Dave sees is oh, Omega, oh Jericho, five stars, ah. basically. Yeah. Uh, what else has gotten a five? I'm checking right now. Um, but to do from 2018. So yeah, Omega Jericho got a five. Uh, oh yeah, right. Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks got a five. That was, I've, 
I watching that match made me cry because the storytelling in that's fucking stupendous. And that was a, that was on U.S. soil, so you know, okay. maybe a little different there. Uh, Will Osprey versus Marty from the Sakura Genesis show, which is fair because those two know how to put on a good story together. Uh, and then Dave once a fucking again broke his goddamn fucking rating scale and gave Tanahashi Okada a five point five. The one at Kingdom. So no, the no 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 no. no. Uh, yeah. It was like super, super recent. It was where Okada broke the uh, defense reign. Ah. Their defense record, yeah. So it's like, hey, Dave, we get it. You you like Japan. And I'm looking at all... So I, I pulled up on ProFightDB just like all the five-star matches just like ever. And I only see... Yeah, I just see the three WWE matches and everything else is Japan. Japan, 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 Japan. Uh, and you've seen some of those matches. Do you believe that some of them deserve to be five? From Japan? Yeah. Some do and some don't. Like, I think, honestly, like... The like thing- it's it's obviously skewed that most of them probably do deserve five stars, but, you know, there are, yeah. you know, at least like, 25% I, that don't deserve it. Oh, definitely. Like, I do, I definitely have some gripes about certain, like... Like I like I said earlier, like it'll bother me that Omega Jericho got a five star and the fucking junior heavyweight four weight didn't, because I will I honestly think that was the best match at Wrestle Kingdom this year. And like, yeah. if you would have to, if you would show Wrestle Kingdom to like any fan trying to get into the Indies, like a Wrestle Kingdom match from this year, you would show them the fucking junior heavyweight four way. Because I was probably from the the IC title match, but that's just me. That's fair. I was I was really also, into that. Jay White is like a fucking saint. Also that. True. Jay White what is a man. Protect Jay that. He's a gem. Um, okay, so check this out. The other five-star matches I've found so far... Oh my god, Japan, 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 Japan. Okay, look. When Dave broke his scale last year because of the Omega Okada trilogy... Of the three matches, one of them did not need to be a six-star, and that was the G1 match. Yeah, Kenny won because he actually pinned Okada that time, but it's like it. the stakes weren't exactly as high. Like, the Wrestle Kingdom match they had last year, obviously, because like it blew a lot of people just like out of their fucking socks. Um, the Dominion match, you know, went 60 minutes to a time limit draw. That's why they're having the match this year at Dominion. No time limit. Um, yikes. Uh, but it's like... Let's see. What else can, what else can I find here? Actually, take over New Orleans. The ladder match. Gargano Champa. Uh, uh, Cien Almas versus Gargano. Yep. Uh, I don't know. There's like... There are a couple matches I feel like they don't... That didn't need to be a five-star. But I... Looking at the matches that are five stars that I think shouldn't have been a five, um, the common theme is that they have a certain wrestler involved. And that is either Okada or Omega or Tanahashi, actually. So, okay, Dave. My big point is really just there is a bias towards Japan and a negative stigma put on WWE just because it's WWE. Yeah. And not and the like, glorified indies. Yeah, no, of course. I feel like it's almost the stigma like, of feeling cultured. 
everyone wants to be it's like it's like trying to be i don't want to say this i want to i don't want to say trying to be woke because that's a little touchy i want to what's a what's a good comparison culture it's like it's like trying to know it's like trying to know a genre of, of music that you just don't know. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how that's, actually, that's kind of fair. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I feel. And uh, like cuz like I like I don't know a lot about indie wrestling. I really don't try to because I don't know. I it just doesn't something about it just doesn't feel complete to me. So I like choose not to follow it. That's fine. And but like there is a negative stigma around just because WWE's popular. You know? Yeah, like, like people who try to follow indie rock. Yeah, just because just to be cool about it. Yeah, not that's, because they appreciate the culture of indie rock. Right. Yeah, that's something. It's like I feel like I feel like we should save this for a roundtable. True. Like, w- like we I should. Know, we, really should have, we really should have. We really should have saved this debate of of like, is there is be- there a Meltzer bias toward? Well, this isn't. This I don't is, think right now, deny that there's a Meltzer bias. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Well, that doesn't have to be the question at hand. <clears throat> like we can we can talk. What we're, we're talking about it now that Meltzer clearly has a bias, but you know it's not not exactly a debate. Just like personal opinion for the roundtable instead, make it an opinionated based question. Often, yeah. Like I'll, do like we'll we'll do the research beforehand and like check out the matches that we think would have deserved a five star. It's like, can you name? It's like, name at least one to two, if not three, matches from the WWE in the last, let's say, between two thousand two to now. Oh, I can do that easy. Yeah, name three matches minimum or max, whatever you want. That should have been a five star, according to Dave. I'm gonna try to least- come in. Try to come in with two hands. That's what I'm gonna try to do. Right now, I'm already, gonna, I, right I, now, I, I can. Right now, I think I can do it. I'm at five. Right now, I'm, I'm already. At four. Right now, I'm already thinking Angle Brock for one. I'm at like five. Which one? I'm at four. Yeah, which Angle Brock? The WrestleMania match? Yep. Even with match? even with the botched oh. finish. But Whoa, I guess the Smack. But I think the, even the SmackDown match could have could be five. I think I think the, the SmackDown match the, isn't a five. The SmackDown match should have been a five. Oh my God! They broke the ring, and all of a sudden, everyone goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, um, well, for ooh, the first time, spooky well, hands. well, it spooky wasn't, yeah, well, it wasn't, hands. it wasn't a big guy that broke it this time. Yeah. And by that, I mean Ryback. No, I'm kidding. Oh, beat him more. Um, and then. Was Wait, I that was just... Brock Big Show, right? That broke the ring on SmackDown? Yeah. Was yes. That was okay. Brock Big Show. But I'm saying yeah. Brock Angle on had... SmackDown was the one that deserves five stars. Yeah, what am I think? What match am I thinking of? Oh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Royal Rumble, two thousand four. Angle, yes. Angle, and Triple. That's nope. Royal Rumble or Bad Blood. Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble, Bad Blood. Wait, the last no. man standing match. Bad said, Blood. You said what the was the time frame? You said in the past what? Two thousand two to now. Two thousand two to now. Past. Oh, um, the past was years, Michael's was Michael's Angle in that time frame? Yes, it was. So Michael's Angle. Probably. Yeah, at Mania. That, that's not 20. The, is the point. I can I can definitely name. I could probably name ten matches that I can name at least. Um, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Stevie Richards. <laughs> eh. It had a good sure. story. It did. It did. It was a it was a pretty solid match too. In retrospect, that's a weird. That was a weird match. In retrospect, it is. Yeah, because, because you have the dynamic of 
Triple H and Stevie Richards because of the Rumble. You have Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels. And then, like, that's a weird, that was a weird, weird time. Yeah. I don't remember um, why that was a triple threat. Okay, I don't, I don't, I'm going to throw this one out there and I'm just going to see if you guys would agree or disagree. I'm not saying it should be, but I'm going to see. Uh, Randy Orton, John Cena, their Iron Man match in 2009. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just, I'm, I'm, I just put it out there. I'm not saying it should be. Wait, I who? John Cena and who? Orton, Cena Orton. Bragging Rights uh, 2009. Bragging, yeah. Oh, sure. Why not? No. I don't. Th- Actually, I, I personally don't think that was the best of Cena Orton's matches, though. It no, it definitely, it definitely was not. So I don't think that's Cena Orton Hell in a Cell. I heard was pretty good. I never watched it. Uh, Cena Orton at SummerSlam was pretty good, except I, I think it had a false finish, like a bad finish. A no finish. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's the one that I a lot hear was the best match. I don't really remember. I try to block yeah. matches. Cause like if anyway. Like- Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know. Mel, uh, we, we can we can save this for another time. Yes, fuck you, Uncle Dave. God right, damn let's it. Start. Let's start bringing up the rear. <laughs> let's do it. Yusuf? What? Are we done? Somebody bring up the rear. I mean, are we done? Are we good? I think we're are good. We, are we good? I think we're good. Speak I'm now good. forever, please. Got it. Cool. So, after my right. great run-in earlier this show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hey, we here at Vacant Wrestling Podcast uh, would like to say thank you. And, uh, you know, keep tuning in. We are, of course, on Twitter. Please tweet us, because we we like getting into debates, and we like talking about this, obviously, which is why we do this. Uh, we need more people to talk to, other than each other, and certain people that won't be named. You know who you are. Um, VWP Tim, VWP Tyler, VWP Yusuf, and VWP Colin. Colin, we miss you, buddy. Uh, and Owen's on Instagram, VWP <laughs> Owen. Follow him if you want to. <laughs> Unfortunately, he had to run out because Owen's a busy, busy man. But, you know, um, we are, of course, on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and iTunes. Am I missing any? No, that's it, right? As far as like audio goes, Stitcher, Google Tyler? Play, TuneIn, iTunes. Yeah, I think we think we hit it all. YouTube, obviously. <laughs> and of course, okay. yeah, of course we're on YouTube. Vacant Wrestling Podcast. Uh, feel free to hit, you know, give us a like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your wrestling friends. Um, we're gonna try to go to whatever indie events we can if we have the time to. Um, or like if we happen to see someone just wearing in a wrestling shirt, we'll just you know, hey, maybe come by talk to you. Uh, that actually happened last week in Boston. There was a dude wearing a Kenny Omega shirt. Talked to him for a bit. Gave him a business card. Boom, shakalaka. You know, shout out to you. Shout out to name, you, man. Richard, I think your name was. I don't remember. Sorry, Yikes. dude. But shout out to you. Wearing a Kenny Omega shirt. What a man. Um, yeah, that's about it. That is it. Absolutely. Any last words? Burger King's better than Wendy's. <laughs>